Welcome to Mystery Magic and Science. I'm your host, Michael Disco. I'm a massage therapist, a Reiki master, a meditation instructor, and an EFT practitioner. In the summer of 2012, I decided to get off my barstool and find a different path. My life is now completely unrecognizable from what it was then. I've been studying, reading, and meditating for nearly a decade to learn to regain control of my life and make it what I want it to be. The point of this podcast is to share what I've learned along the way and what I keep learning every day from my practice and my path. You can change your life too. It takes perseverance, dedication, and an open mind. Sometimes I still struggle, but I am on path to heal myself to be the best version of me. I invite you to come with me. Let's take back our lives and do something beautiful. Do you ever look in the mirror and get startled because you forgot that's how you look? Either you've aged or lost weight or changed your hair. Why do we get startled looking at ourselves? It's because we go about our days projecting what we believe we look like out of our beliefs about ourselves. This is what we call self-image. How accurate do you think your self-image is? I can tell you right now that generally mine is fucked up. I'm working on it. Part of my goal is to see myself in my mind's eye as I actually am. I recently realized that I've been sorely off in this endeavor. I actually just realized that often I see myself as a grown-up version of the self-image I had at about the age seven. This self-image is not just about physical appearance. Your self-image is your perception of yourself and will affect the way you perceive yourself in any situation. It also affects how you see the actions of others. Depending on your self-image, you may interpret the motives and intentions of others differently than you would if your self-image was more accurate. In my case, I am often defensive and insecure with my family because of my warped sense of self-image. At the age of seven, I began to get bullied pretty badly. I'm sure a lot of kids had it worse than I did, but it was pretty tough for me. I was bullied all the way through school, with a short break in middle school when, in a strange series of events, I became the star football player. Because of all that bullying, I tend to perceive myself much different than I am, and I react poorly to things because of it. When I look in the mirror, it reminds me of who I am, and I realize I really should be confident, calm, 
and in control. I mean, I'm a partner in a thriving holistic health business. I'm a meditation instructor and spiritual coach. I should be able to react to negativity within my family with poise, thoughtfulness, and grace, right? What's holding me back is this slice of myself. It's the smallest piece of me that stopped growing at seven because of the relentless bullying. My self-esteem was so damaged that it warped my self-image. And that damage has endured until my mid-40s. I am only finally recognizing this. And I'm finally shining light on this trauma from my childhood so that I can finally heal. So that when I need to have poise, thoughtfulness, and grace, I can find it in an abundance within myself. So why did this part of me stop maturing, stop learning, stop growing while the rest of me did? This is a defense mechanism that our brains are very good at for trying to contain the damage of traumatic events. It never occurred to me until now that the bullying I endured as a child could have traumatized me in the way that it did. But I am able to trace my current negative behaviors back to that trauma. And not just my current negative behaviors, but a whole lifetime of coping mechanisms, including all the drugs and alcohol and toxic relationships. It's crazy to look at it all and to really digest it to recognize the psychological and physical consequences of being bullied as a kid. I never realized why I drank so much or why I got so heavy into drugs until now. I never quite understood why I felt so distant from my peers and hesitant to forge close, intimate friendships. All of it was patterns of behavior to protect myself from more trauma. The result, of course, especially with the drugs and alcohol, was to create more trauma in my life and in the lives of the people closest to me. It helps me understand my insecurities and my judgments. It helps me understand why I'm so damn sensitive about certain things sometimes and often can't take a joke. The biggest thing that it allows me to do is to let it all go because I identified the origin of my trauma. I can recognize the defense mechanisms I've created to cover it up. To protect the raw, never bandaged wounds. While I was able to track down the root of my trauma myself, I had help from a therapist. I've seen many different therapists before, never quite clicked with one before this fellow, but that doesn't mean that I haven't gotten anything out of my therapy. Every time I've talked to a counselor or therapist, even if the therapist themselves wasn't really worth a damn, it gave me an hour of talking through my bullshit that I would not have had without them. 
often. Something I say triggers my thinking after the therapy session, and I'm able to come to some kind of epiphany. This time, it was something my therapist said that helped me realize how often I react to things within my family with this deep-rooted insecurity. After the therapy session, I spent the next day searching my memories and my mind, trying to figure out where the insecurity came from. Because I certainly do not really have any good reasons to be insecure. I found the answer in the bullying I endured in my childhood. My whole adult life, I've been ignoring the trauma associated with being bullied as a child and covering the emotional reality of it with booze and drugs. Now that I've been sober for a while, the truth of my emotional state has come to the surface. My therapist helped me realize that because of all the years of coping with substance abuse, I am lacking healthy coping skills and emotional vocabulary. So I have to learn how to tell what I'm feeling and why and be able to express it in an appropriate way. This realization is a huge epiphany for me, and I'm looking forward to applying it to my life. I'm so tired of causing drama for no reason. I refuse to continue to loop on these past hurts and projecting my pain into my family. They deserve a better version of me. I'm telling you about this experience because I hope you hear some things that may sound familiar. This work is so important. All the meditation, EFT, and self-care cannot keep you from experiencing negative emotions. You have to be able to process them and to express them in a healthy way or just identify them for yourself and then let them go. Projecting pain that someone else has caused you onto another person is just ridiculous and it's contributing to a loop of negativity and we've all done it. We often make a person pay again and again for some offense. And then we may make other people pay again and again for the same offense from your past. It's not fair to make anyone pay over and over again for a mistake. It's definitely not fair to put it on to someone else. (laughs) Think about it. How many times have you assumed that someone you're with is going to hurt you the same way your ex did. And so you come at them for things as if they are your ex. It's an easy mistake to make because we are constantly filtering our experiences through our emotions, our past, and our traumas. It takes a conscious awareness of these emotional filters to remove them. And stop taking everything so damn personally. (laughs) If you can let go of your past and recognize that the present moment has nothing to do with the emotions of the past, you can be present and enjoy your life. That's the whole point, isn't it? 
to enjoy your life? I think it is. To love, to laugh, to enjoy music, to dance, to connect to others. How can you truly enjoy your life if you are constantly filtering your experiences through the emotions of the past? You can't. You just can't. So I'm going to challenge you. Find your Achilles heel. Seek out your trauma. Find the sore spot and figure out where it came from. And then heal. Let the past go so you can enjoy where you are now. We call this shadow work. Finding the shadows in your psyche and naming them. Then you have to bring your shadow into the present with you. They're stuck somewhere in the past, reliving the same damn traumas over and over and over again. Now, the key is not eradication. You are not going to try to kill your shadow. I'm not trying to destroy poor seven-year-old me, right? So it's not about eradication. It's about integration. Find the damaged part of yourself and love him or her or them. Give them a hug and tell them everything is okay. There's also nothing wrong with telling that shadow to shut up. (laughs) They have no business talking to you, let alone talking for you. Shut it down, but love them and work towards integrating that part of yourself into who you have become and who you want to be. Once you do, you will be able to embrace the present moment and just relax and enjoy your life. you'll realize that life is perhaps more simple than you have been experiencing. And you might even realize you are a lot more awesome than you've been giving yourself credit for or allowing yourself to be. So, what do you see when you look in the mirror? The ones in the world around you, of course, 
But perhaps more importantly, in the mirror of your mind. What do you need to release, forgive, accept, and breathe out to be who you want to see in that mirror? Do the work. It's uncomfortable and it's difficult. But the payoff is completely worth it. That's it for episode 12. Please like, subscribe, and share. I'd love your feedback. Turn off your TV, put down your phone, close your laptop. Read a book, write in your journal, take a long bath, or listen to your favorite music. Every day, you have another chance to fall in love with yourself. Spend some time with you. Make it a priority. After all, you are a beautiful person, full of light and potential, and you deserve your own time and attention. Talk soon. One love.